Hi. Hello. Welcome to Ericode Coffee. The podcast where we talk about coding, freelancing, and other shit. Lots of other shit, right? Um, maybe not today. I, I'm, I'm blanking. Like, this is the first first podcast of this show, and and I, I don't know if I can, you know, I can do it, man. It's too much pressure. Too, but, much, too yeah. much shit. I get it. Yeah, it all has to come out one day. I mean, unless I want to just die on the bathroom. Uh, what? What? Uh, just okay. <laughs> this this is perfect material, right? It it's a good start. It's somewhere, yeah, not it's where a... we want to go, but it's somewhere. I I, I don't know. Do, do you need direction in your life? I actually I don't know. I think a lot of people don't really want direction anymore. Uh, there's a lot of atheists. Uh, like the trend of being an atheist. I think is part of not being, not wanting direction directly. Well, I don't know. Is it is it wanting or not needing direction? I mean, th that's what I mean. Like wanting means that you need it. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I think from from a cultural perspective, a lot of people must act like they want direction from a, a being or something higher up. So I don't know. I, th I think. Uh, yeah, a lot of people don't want um, direction right now, and me neither. Actually, even though I'm, I, I have a really like I believe in something, a god ah. at least. So, it, but, it, yeah. isn't, isn't it? Um, I mean, you, you learn from you know when you're a child to to have direction and have a religion, right? So, I mean, yeah, may, maybe a lot of people. I mean, it, it's kind of decided before. Uh, you you have a choice, right? Yeah, a lot of people get born into a religion, I guess. Mm -hmm. But maybe that's the case for me too. I I can't really tell if that's the case. I mean, <laughs> yes, technically, I have been born into a religious family, but I think I'm not. I I, I didn't have hundred percent freedom. I mean, my parents wanted me to be. Uh, following the same religion as they did um, but being all grown up and I think having a, a pretty good education and uh, an open mindset and and some good rationale uh. I think I still would wouldn't mind being religious honestly yeah like, I, I, I don't think it it will block me from enjoying life to most of its extents yeah exactly and I, I I think it also I mean, it's it's nice to have some kind of meaning, or you know, or I don't know, a, a bit of direction. So, do you want direction now? <laughs> <laughs> I want one direction. No, but oh, uh, oh no. Let, let's play the song. Come on. Oh. No, no, we're not I'm that not far yet. There. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't. Uh, have you never thought of like? Do, do you actually? Are you agnostic or are you an actual atheist? Okay, so so the one believes in there is something, right? And the other one believes in there's absolutely nothing, right? Yes. So I, I do believe there is nothing. Absolutely nothing? Yeah. Like zero point, okay, not even, Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I won't even go into decimals because it's infinitely <laughs> I, not I, there. <laughs> I, I, I don't believe in any kind of, you know, God or guy or whatever watching over me. Okay, so you would say... It doesn't have any personality traits 
Yeah. But is there something like, um, I don't know, some kind of energy or something? I, I, I don't Do you believe in that. No. Like some kind of, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I want to, but I think there's just, I think there's just nothing, you know, it's just really simple. And I think we're, we, we all are trying to search for something, uh, some kind of guide or, you know, something that's running in the background, but I think it's really boring. It's just nothing. What? So you're, <laughs> you're just saying that you would rather believe in something boring or like believe in nothing at all. I mean, it, it is boring to believe some... in nothing, right? I mean, it's just, <laughs> I mean, to me it is, but I guess it, it's fine for you. Yeah, it is. I, 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 I don't necessarily need the, mm -hmm. the, the, you know, exciting stuff. Yeah. But but still, if we would think about direction, you would still kind of want some kind of compass, I would assume, uh, for like guiding your life, for, for choosing something to be a good person. Like, don't you have a direction for yourself? Yeah, but um, so, okay, let me start with saying I'm, I like the way religion uh, teaches people certain values, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and gives them a, a way to live. But I, I, I don't know. I just don't need it. I don't feel like I need something to tell me how it should be. For some reason, it's just logical for me to, you know, be nice to other people and just, yeah. I mean, it's just I, I think... Maybe it's already been proven that you don't need religion to be a decent human. Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty much pretty much proven. But um, I, I still think uh, religion for me is something else than just a moral compass. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Not everybody gets that out of religion. I think but, a lot of people just stay at the surface. But, but what what else does it add for you? It adds well. Um, I would say religion, the, the feeling of belonging to something mm -hmm. and believing in um, in a, a higher power, I guess, that is that has a purpose and that everything in the end had a purpose. Um. I think something like that uh, gives me closure, like gives me a feeling of uh, that every moment, every bit of energy, every bit of... Um, a sacrifice that has been made mm. and that will be made is meant to be something that's good something that we might not even understand yet but something that's uh, positive at least something that will not end up being just a i don't know a blank black uh void yeah so 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 that's nice i mean it, it's it, it adds positivity to your life right Definitely, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. May maybe I'm missing all that positivity. I mean, I'm 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 a bit of a I don't know. A downer. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say it, but <laughs> come on. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I am kind of negative a lot of times, but um. But maybe that's a real, like a, the realistic side of you that, the, the like maybe you're you're molded mm. by the experiences you've had. Yeah. Not per se by your belief in something. Yeah, so, so yeah, so that's that's what I meant. I mean, I just I've experienced life, and that geez, that that sounds like I had some weird stuff in my life. But um, are we in heaven right now? I don't know. I've did, experienced life, and it did, was did we shitty. die? Hmm. Are we dead? Is this what you hear when you're in 
heaven? Uh, yeah, I don't do. think so. This is pretty crappy. No, come on. <laughs> if you listen to this podcast, you are in heaven. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Code heaven, right? Talking about religion. What? Yeah. Wait. Why? How did we end up here? That's fine. It's, you know. Man, we, we're having existential crises here. Yeah, every time. <sighs> well, I, I guess it's a... I exactly I don't exactly know how we ended up here, but it was a pretty interesting talk for a short while. It is right. I mean, direction—that's how we got here. Oh yeah, direction. <laughs> because we were looking for <laughs> <laughs> a subject or a topic to talk about. We uh -huh. need a direction. Yeah. So religion so, is yeah. a nice direction, even in conversations. I guess if you don't take it too far, then it becomes a war. Yeah. Wow. But, so, but, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, talking about direction, right? Yeah. Let, let's go into the, the, the Cody stuff because what do you think about the direction we are going right now in the technology, well, web development, stuff like that? Yeah, because I'm definitely not an expert on everything. Yes, you are. Uh, technology. Oh, okay. Thanks for that uh, upgrade, I guess. Yeah. Um, don't, don't lie. Come on. No, but. Honestly, I think we're going into some pretty wonky directions. Like and we've I, been I said in the past, I don't know, few years, you mean? Um, or even yes. worse. Actually, it, like, I think um, a lot of technology, even though it's pretty young, like um, computer technology is pretty young as a science and as a, as a job, mm -hmm. uh, like uh, what I'm trying to say is I think it still has iterations and it still will repeat itself. And I think the last few years, the web development landscape is actually rediscovering itself and it's trying to find what exactly it wants to do. And it, it, it's, that's the thing. It's been experimenting a lot. It's been, you know, it's been a teenager. Yeah. It's been it, just, it, it's been trying to find the, the, the way, the direction, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> it's, it's just an infinite loop. Wow. No, but uh, seriously, I, I think uh, technology is, has been trying to, to find a certain way that, that mm -hmm. works best. And for some reason, we, we get back to the, the same mistakes every time. I mean, it feels like the same mistakes, but just different, you know? Hmm. I, yeah, I, I, I just, I can't really place these exact mistakes. Uh, into web, uh, in the, into the web landscape from like ten years ago. Mm. Um, I haven't been professionally doing web stuff that long, but I have been uh, just you know as a hobby and maybe side projects and stuff for myself. Uh, I've been dabbling into the web landscape, but I think that with um, like new mobile phones and a lot of emerging technologies huh. uh, that have been popping up all over the place. Like uh, you've been having, uh, what's it called again? Demodica or Demodica. Mm -hmm. uh, so you, you can have everything in your home connected to the internet and then um, remote control it uh, from a distance. You have a lot of uh, new, very fast technologies. So you, you're not, uh, you, you have like, um, what do you call that again? Um, socket connections. So uh -huh. you can have um, very fast, uh, non-session why like uh, what I'm trying to get at is 
there's so many new technologies that um, they've been trying to include those into the web landscape yeah. and create something bigger than it actually was its purpose. Yeah, so I, I, yeah, it, it, I don't we, know if that's a good idea. <laughs> we, we already kind of reached the limits or at least the designed limits. Yeah, like the but, first the, the first uh, idea of web documents hmm. wasn't what we're heading for. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, of course, at first it was just military reasons, right? Or purpose. Well, yeah. Well, I'm trying to say like the aesthetic of web wasn't meant for what we're doing with it right now. Mm. It was meant for just text and images and no animations, no crazy stuff. Yeah. And we've been doing that since, I don't know, a long time. We've been trying to include interactivity and um, new new ways to portray information other than just static text and static images. So, and, so that's uh, yeah. maybe why it sometimes feels like you're kind of, you know, hacking or whatever. Yeah, it definitely is, I think. It definitely is. Um, like, <laughs> ever since uh, Web 1.0, people have been trying to... Well, not people, just uh, W3C has been adding a lot of new things. Mm. And some of them, you can tell, are just an afterthought. Um, so they have been they yeah. have been supported hackily. So I mean, they have to adapt, right, to to the needs of uh, well, what everyone is looking for or requesting. Yes, but what, what's the limit? When do you stop adapting? Yeah, and and th that's the thing. I don't I don't think there is. I mean, how you have to define some kind of limit, and I I don't think there is one right now. So it just keeps going, right? Yeah. It definitely sounds from like the last few years that whatever your desktop or your native machine can do, they want to simulate it at least mm -hmm. on the web. So it, everything that your computer can do, your browser should do, but it's so much less efficient, so much less powerful, and it, it has a lot of security uh, issues if you it try to do native stuff on the on a browser it's like uh i mean come on there, there are a lot of apps that do that i mean atom is one of the worst right yeah like it's for just, example spotify um oh yeah uh, atom vs code just um, title and all, all you know there are a lot of javascript and socket apps yeah um, like even slack discord is one too like all these <laughs> yeah. new chat pro, uh, clients um and, they've been Powered by Electron, by the way. That's yeah. uh, but it's pretty really nice. That's cro Chromium based, right? Or not? Yeah, the engine is Chromium based. So yeah, I, I don't know. Like it, it's a it's a decent uh, engine, <laughs> but it has a lot of things, which yeah. is really handy. It, it's also, I mean, come on, it, it is pretty cool that it just works on almost every platform, right? Mm -hmm. But. <laughs> It, it it does feel like, well, it is hacked. <laughs> I don't know. It, it feels it feels like it's simulated. Oh yeah. Like so, so the technology itself has been put together by I don't know duct tape. I mean, <laughs> web technology uh, has web, been web technology duct tape. Yeah, it, it really feels like that sometimes. But oh. next to that, they even are trying to. Um, like create 
complete apps in uh, a, a web browser and then publish it as a native app. Yeah. W what actually what's happening is the app is just running a, a browser in the back and it's it's rendering and it's showing off all these nice interactive elements and these images and you're like, oh wow, that's beautiful. But it has a lot of good things. It has a lot of benefits for developers um, especially because they can be lazy, they can they can just write it in one language. They can uh, yeah, publish course, it for every yeah. Maybe they have some small adjustments for each platform, but yeah, exactly. Uh, it is easier than just you know writing native or you know uh, C or whatever for every platform. Yeah, and it's so much more work, and you need developers for all kinds of different languages instead of just developers for mm -hmm. JavaScript or whatever, and just they can just created for all yeah so like for rapid programming rapid development it's great for a lot of young companies companies that are and let's just, let's just yeah. call it startups come on say it i don't know like spotify is in a startup why did they choose to do this why did um, they choose to make what, a non-native app what, what i uh heard from a developer working at tidal is yeah. that they have some uh there are some licensing issues with uh, native apps and um uh the uh, how do you call it the encoding? encoder or the decoder of the audio oh, okay and for it, some reason it is a tough <laughs> yeah. tough thing to get all the licenses correct for all the encoders and decoders exactly and uh they have they are just dependent on those uh creators you know of those encoders and decoders mm -hmm. uh so if those if they don't make uh, a version for a native platform it just they can wait and but they can't do anything about it and for some reason all those mm. uh all those encoders and decoders they they do provide a web version so uh that that's why at least that's someone told me that that uh title uses the i think they use angular or something or backbone it's like a weird mix of all kinds of stuff but that's why they oh, use that because tell. there there is a, a working version for uh that audio Okay, it it makes half sense. Like, it doesn't make complete sense because I know that, for example, Spotify they use Arc Vorbis, mm -hmm. which is an open standard. Yeah, yeah, but so, uh, Tidal uses um, uh, uncompressed, right? It's um, flag. Uh, it's flag, but it's also is it uh, a <laughs> Q QMA? I think it's called. I I even like that's not something I'm familiar with. There's so many now. I don't know what it's called, but uh, it's like an um, high fidelity. Okay, well there you go. Compression or not compression, I guess. But uh, it, it it they it, yeah. Okay, well it makes sense in their case. Like they have a techn technical limit yeah. to what they can do. And of course, it's the same as every other company. It's just easy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but. I'm not sure how big title is. It probably has a few hundred uh, people working, but I think as far as developers and people who actually delve into creating the the technology behind uh title, mm. there's probably not a big team. But I would say Spotify probably has the ability to hire a lot of different people, a lot of different uh experts for every kind of yeah. language. Yeah, so, I, I think they, they are uh, a lot further in the technology um, with their app. And they, they also have more resources to, to provide. Yeah.
but I still think it's difficult with um, um, well okay so those uh, streaming services right like uh, Spotify and Tidal they, they don't earn that much money because they have a lot of licensing costs I guess I I, I mean, for, I, mean for, I, I always heard that they get too much money compared to the artists yeah they do but they still have a lot of costs compared to uh, well they don't earn enough money to just you know be rich and whatever okay but i don't know i i it just sounds to me like they're, they're just taking the easy way out and they think so this is what i'm trying to get at is the reason that companies can afford to make the consumer pay with their battery and battery uh consumption mm -hmm. and their uh like their their computer is slower like all these apps are slower yeah more a lot more inefficient than a native app mm. so these companies know they can afford to make the consumer pay not directly with money yeah but with battery as i said and and uh, computer efficiency because there's so much of it Th that's like the whole reason that web browsers and companies are doing this whole thing of including all these technologies and publishing uh, electron-based apps is because they are, they're actually, um, I don't know, they're like making the consumer pay for it uh, indirectly. Yeah, yeah. If you well, get what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I think I get what you mean, but I mean, oh, um, I mean, with the developers so, they hire, right? So they they, yeah. they have to hire JavaScript developers. Mm -hmm. So th that's a lot easier to get than native developers. And they are probably also cheaper than native developers. Um, yes. I, I mean, if, if one language is really popular, a lot of developers are going to be good at that language. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe they should, they should uh, switch to uh, Java, right? Well, <laughs> that's the thing. Like Java was, the, was before uh, web technology was popular java was popular because it did the exact same thing yeah. it just it's it runs a um like a how do you call it again like a runtime a java runtime that just uh was it called it just it creates the app just in time so it, it's not pre-compiled it compiles it while you're running the app which okay. makes it which makes it um runnable on every type of machine and it also sounds more efficient then well just loading the whole thing and just running it no it's not <laughs> what that's the thing like that's the whole issue with javascript and uh, why it's slower than a native app is because it doesn't preload things it doesn't uh, have things saved in memory as efficiently it will just save it along the way and then we'll try to find it along the way back from the memory so so if it is trying to process something it just does it on the spot and then it has to wait for it to finish yes okay well that's not exactly what i meant but it, it's trust me it's a lot slower because uh, the way it um, can compile code mm -hmm. and and read code it's actually doing that at the moment you're running it and not beforehand. So what happens when you compile a, a C++ program? Um, yeah, C++ app. It actually creates um, 
it might make assembly code out of it or just computer instructions right. which is so low level that it actually you can you cannot read that as a human <laughs> it's like it's instructions for your hardware to to look in that memory spot to oh, get right. something out of it yeah it, and, it tries to, it tries to go as close as possible to yes. uh, yeah exactly and javascript and java both have so many layers in between before they can instruct your hardware that it's very inefficient Hmm. And that's the whole reason that JavaScript stuff is slower. So what I tried to say was that the consumer will pay indirectly by battery with their battery or their, uh, computer efficiency is, for example, is do you know why we're having so much RAM in our computers nowadays? Well, probably because a lot of programs are not efficient. Yes. <laughs> I mean, with, with all the web-based stuff, it's... Mm -hmm. You know, you're just waiting for for memory uh, leaks. Well, there's two sides because you would say, hey, if we have more RAM, we can save stuff and then load them later. So it's it's efficient in that way that you don't have to re uh, like recalculate a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, of course, more RAM is always better, but still. But yeah, that just means that you've coded your app inefficiently. You're just moving the problem to the consumer. Yes. Exactly, um, to the hardware and not to your code. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was uh, I used Cobus for a while. It's like a Hi-Fi audio mm -hmm. app, and the thing was just leaking memory if I left it on for uh, a few hours. So mm. after like a few hours, I had 15 gigabytes of RAM just used by Cobus. That's and, insane. Yeah, and so I had to close it and open it up again, but it's just insane. I mean, how 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 did that happen? Let me guess. Do they make a, a web-based client? There you go. Okay. You guess well, right. Not all of them are bad. Like a lot of developers know how to handle the JavaScript engine. Yeah, I mean, Every, VS Code yeah. is uh, JavaScript, right? Yes. Yeah. So it, it works. I mean, not everybody knows how the JavaScript engine works um, on its lowest level. How it how it uh, handles memory. Uh, stuff how it does the garbage cleaning oh. and it's pretty complex and you have to you have to read books you have to watch a lot of videos of experts um, and even still you'll have a lot of weird things so you'll have to test in a very different way than what we're doing as uh, most of us like are doing UI tests or uh, functional tests but those people actually have to do efficiency tests and like <laughs> Um, how do you call it, optimization tests. And those are really tough because you will have to have understanding of the technology and the hardware behind everything. Yeah, so, so you, need, you need to learn how the most, the lowest layer of the hardware works. Yeah, and actually how every layer between the hardware yeah. and your app works. Yeah, of course, you need to, you need to know also the, how the hardware in between or mm -hmm. together works, yeah. And that's like... Nowadays, uh, a lot of developers are just lazy. Uh, uh, so am I. I mean, I didn't finish my my college. Um, is, is that lazy, though? It's kind of lazy. But I'm just trying to say is um, you get pretty low-level, like good low-level computer knowledge from college and university uh, classes. They, they actually teach you how all of that stuff works. Well... If you look on the internet and you look up how to program in JavaScript, you will never in your 
in your life find any kind of resource that tells you that hey, you shouldn't use this because this is more this is less uh, memory efficient or something you'll, yeah, you'll never yeah. read that uh, most times it's just the easiest and quickest way to do mm -hmm. something is the solution right yeah so i don't know i think as as developers we have this kind of responsibility to publish code that's also nice for the consumer uh, and for the consumer's hardware so you don't want the hardware to suffer <laughs> from your code please please don't <laughs> let your hardware suffer but yeah i don't know it's a pretty interesting direction we're heading <laughs> but i don't know if i like it directly but we have a lot of influence as developers right now we can influence each other we can influence uh, a lot of people on the internet so yeah yeah, yeah i'm cool i'm kind of afraid that uh, not a lot of developers take responsibility of mm -hmm. their code and and you know whatever they produce mm -hmm. um so I, I'm, I'm kind of worried that they um yeah that, that they just let it be you know just they just write their code and just don't care yeah they just, I, I think they just put it online and it's just you know done i'm, I'm i did my job yeah like a, a lot of us okay uh, the last thing i want to say is maybe we're being pushed to be those kind of developers maybe we're not getting enough time maybe all these like scrum and agile and all these kind of <laughs> ways to to do your project more time efficient will yeah. create code inefficient pro projects I, th I think it's something I mean, everybody it, should think about it, it, isn't that already happening a lot in uh yeah, agencies yeah so we're already heading the wrong direction mm -hmm. one direction oh god <laughs> let's let's not end on that uh, one direction oh end. Okay. okay no but see uh, you later <laughs> <laughs> no but i i, I yeah I'm um, I'm worried. I'm partly worried. I think by doing what we're trying to do, like uh, joining web meetups or just meetups about the web technology, talking about it, being more open about not only what you've achieved, but why you're struggling and why you're concerned is yeah. a good thing. Um, yeah, let, let, let's start a discussion, right? Let's Let's start a conversation. I think that's a healthy thing to do. Just yeah. always be open in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah, love your computer. Yeah. Be happy. Uh, embrace your hardware mm -hmm. and your software. But be careful. It might might sting you. Yeah. Might electrocute you. It hurts. Trust me. Oh, yeah. You've, yeah. you've been shocked before. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. Stuff like uh, Agile and... Uh, and agencies and whatever that's that's a nice nice subject to just you know discuss next podcast yeah maybe we'll go there yeah. maybe that's our next direction we, we don't know maybe we just talk about one direction again and religion <sighs> yeah perfect well thanks right. for listening guys <laughs> <laughs> yes thanks for listening and uh well i don't know i don't know when is the next episode yeah but i uh, hope you had fun uh, it was a lot of bullshit yeah. some parts were interesting but we'll keep this up and maybe we'll get something uh pretty fun out of it let's see what happens let's just yes. let us be guided by whatever energy oh so you do believe in something no i, I okay. believe in the, in the podcast gods i guess 
There you go. Okay, <laughs> this is a perfect ending. Let's yes. stop right here. All right. Well, see you guys.